my boss today, um, she's like, she's like this, she's really chill. She's like this cool black lady. And, um, whoa, cool, chill, a black lady. Whoa. It, there's a reason why I say that. And we were like talking or whatever. And I looked down and mind you, we, we, we work like it's a dirty area. Like the back of a post office is one of the dirtiest places on the fucking planet. Okay? Yeah, it's fucking filthy. Yeah. I look down. This bitch is wearing brand new Yeezys. I was like, those those motherfuckers better be fake. You can't be just coming up here with fucking brand new Yeezys. What the fuck are you thinking? And she was like, man, I got like, I got like five pairs of these. <laughs> I wouldn't know what a pair of Yeezys look like if someone kicked me in my fucking nose with them. What are you talking about? I don't know what Yeezys look like. Why the fuck not, dude? Why the fuck There's, would I? I don't know. Just because aren't you a part of pop culture at all? You should know You should know what Yeezys look like. I mean, I know that they like look stupid or like they if look you're ugly. An American, if you're an American, you should know what Yeezys look like. <laughs> That's going to be part of your citizenship test. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the CAPTCHA photos, but it's like, which photo has Yeezys in them? I, I will say I do not like them. I don't I don't like the look of the shoes at all. Just aesthetically, it's not my thing. Does anyone you know? actually like them? Like, isn't that the point? Is that they're like super fucking ugly, but you just buy them for the brand? I don't know. It's like manufactured clout? You know, it's one of those things where like, if it's got a name behind it, even if you think they're ugly at first, like, I'm sure if you're just around, like, dude, something's weird with psychology where you just end up liking shit that you at first might have not, you know? It's celebrity culture, baby. Yeah, man. It's hype beast shit. Oh, so, God. Hype beast shit. Man, man, it's just fucking hype beast shit. Yeah. I'm just talking about hype but, beast shit. Yeah. I, I would never, I don't think I would ever own any, but um, I don't, I just don't like the aesthetic of them. I like a lot of, like, cool shoes you know just not those ones I, don't know. I like a lot of jordans i just can't cough up any of that money for that you know i went through like the briefest phase of like thinking that i liked shoes and it consisted of me having like three pairs of like dunks and one of them yeah. was like the skateboarding dunks in like 10th grade and yeah, then well after that it was like this is this is too much of a of a weird subculture. The only shoes I ever had that I really liked were the pink uh, Jim Greco Vans. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I remember those. But it was like fucked up, dude, because I found them at the Goodwill in Hagerstown, and they were a size too small, but I bought them anyway because they were so cool, and so I just walked around for, like, months with shoes that were too small that were like would just kill my feet but i wanted just like cramps in your feet yeah it was fucking insane but i just they looked so cool i wanted to be cool so bad that like i had terrible foot pain for like <laughs> half a school year dude i can relate to that um so yeah um it's kind of like that thing we were talking about last week about like cars and fucking what's the other thing cars and guns um you know, it's the same thing with shoes. People just are really into shoes. My one of my buddies that I go uh, do the Friday night thing with, he's got like stacks of fucking different Jordans. 
I like how it's kind of like a Friday night light situation, but the light is just coming off of all of your individual cell phones and laptops while you play different games. Yep. 100%. Just the blue light. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, let's get to it because we got a lot of shit to talk about today. Um, and uh, it's probably going to be pretty serious for the most part. So we're the Bolsheviks. Podcast makes me realize how much I don't fucking know. Talking about how he's going to put a boot in your ass because it's the American way. That was fun. That was tight. I will. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to, I'm in this, man. I'm in it to win. Historical trolling is the funniest shit. Oh, never going to have sex again. All right. We're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. That was fine. Yeah. You well, could have put some more creativity in it, but I'll. It's your it's your day, bud. Right, right. You can't all be a showman. <laughs> so first off, uh, wait, 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 wait. Can I wait? It's like it is thunderstorming here. Like it will be thunderstorming in the next like five to ten minutes. So there's going to be the ambiance of a crazy storm happening um, in the back of my like my channel, like my my part of of the audio coming out. So. Right. Well, um, that it fits because there's some scary shit in here, you know, there's some spooky shit. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so you, you were talking about the other week, um, about the fireworks thing, about the PSYOP theory. And then I was reading some mainstream things on it and, um, they mentioned the PSYOP theory, but they were also, they also just mentioned like the normal, maybe some normal, uh, reasons why people would think that it's happening more you know or no i mean it, it is happening more but there's there's other reasons than the fucking um conspiracy theory so yeah. i was reading like you know people have more time at home which equals you know more time to notice things right so if you know when you spend a little bit of time at home and a lot of your time at work you know there's just less time to be aware of things that might be going on. You, I mean, you've been home like this whole time, you know? So I don't think that that's know. really a valid uh, point for this specific situation because it's happening right. very late at night. And also this is something that like you would notice if it was happening during your normal time. Would you consider Baltimore to be noticeably more quieter of a city city right now because of all this stuff? Um, is it quieter than it usually is? I mean, it really isn't. No, not necessarily, like, not on the whole. There's still the hum from the highways. I mean, there's still people, like, people never stopped really walking around. You know, there's okay. still, like, well, loud another, cars and buses and stuff. Because that's another mainstream um, idea of what what might, what might makes people uh, perceive that there's um, a lot of fireworks going on. And then also just there's a lot of extra inventory due to massive cancellations of July 4th events. Uh, and I did see a July 4th stand today with, with you know, selling fireworks. Um, so that could be another thing. But then it also they did mention the PSYOP theory, but they didn't mention the whole the gunshot. Uh, like the 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 technology noticing the gunshots and recording them thing. It was more of like 
efforts to like they were trying to make uh they were trying they were having efforts to increase sleep deprivation and desensitization of loud exploding uh noises in minority neighborhoods Mm -hmm. so like i guess the fireworks kind of you just kind of get desensitized to those sounds and if if something real goes down um you're not going to be you're not going to call the cops because you think it's just the fireworks you know I've seen people who like, first of all, like you don't hear them. Do you like, they're not, not out in the country where you are. No, no. I like, heard they are all over Baltimore, Philly, DC. It's happening in New York. It's happening in new Orleans as well. Those are just places where like, I personally know people who are like, shit's happening up here. This isn't just like the fun little firecrackers and like Roman candles that you buy at a roadside stand. Like, this is, like, professional-grade fireworks, and these yeah. are things that you as a civilian can't really purchase that easily. You especially can't purchase them in Maryland. Yeah, and where would these, where would these poor people be, like, get the money to, to, especially in these times, to save up for something that's not priority? Yeah, I mean, it's... So I definitely think that it's a psyop thing. And there, I think that there's a lot of things happening with it. I don't want to hijack your spot. So I'm going to do it real quick. But like, I've seen people posting. You believe it now. What do you mean? Believe it you, now. You believe the psyop theory now. Before you were just kind of like, I don't, I don't subscribe. I to didn't, it. I didn't really believe the idea that they were there to overload the gun camera, like the gun tracker things. I had heard that, but I didn't really think that that made much sense. But I definitely believe that it's like, a psyop to like make people go fucking nuts. Cause I've been seeing that this whole week, like people on Twitter and, and Facebook being like, I live in this specific neighborhood and I'm going fucking insane. I haven't slept in so long. And then I've seen pictures of the fireworks, like canisters on the ground. And they're like the professional grade kind, you know, they're like yeah, not there photos of people like, you know, police or like, but that's the, that's a big part of it too, is this is happening, but this is happening everywhere. Right. Would you call this a fad? Would you call this a thing? What do you mean? If people are lighting off a shit ton of fireworks all night, every night for a month, you would call that like a thing, right? Name any other fad or any other thing like this, where there aren't a million TikTok videos and Instagram live videos. You just don't see them. And that's fucking weird. If there's this many people putting them off constantly and it's supposed to be like, oh, it's just it's just kids being kids. There's always fireworks at the 4th of July. Like it's just the hood going crazy and celebrating. If that was the case, like, wouldn't you know someone who is lighting off these fireworks? Yeah. Like, wouldn't you see a video of like a bunch of dumb teenagers shooting them off? The only video I've ever seen was the one of the firefighters shooting them off in Brooklyn. Yeah, I saw that. But I was, I'm in a Facebook neighborhood group and I've been noticing all the fucking white people come out and be like, oh my God, the, like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like it's all coming from like these specific areas, like basically saying it's coming from like poor black neighborhoods. Like they were all complaining about not getting money. Now they spent it all on fireworks. This is ridiculous. Blah, blah, blah. The cops should do something. So I definitely think that like, it is kind of like a psyop situation and it is working because it's making people who don't live in shit neighborhoods pissed off at people who do. And it's also like 
making these same people who were complaining like think to themselves like man i wish the cops would do something which counters the defund the police popular narrative so i definitely think that it that there's something going on like that in order to uh make the people in the hood go fucking crazy and and not be able to sleep and then also make the people who don't live in the hood be pissed off at the people in the hood and wish the cops were there doing something about it i mean okay i don't know it's a weird it's weird and there's a lot of you know interesting ideas there i saw a craigslist post where someone was giving out free fireworks like the professional grade ones okay and then i also saw a post a lady made in my neighborhood of her seeing like a a non like an unmarked van like pull up and open up the doors and like put out like a box of fireworks and then like drive off okay it would just be a really weird thing to do and to like put a lot of effort into making this happen and for really kind of like vague reasons long-term reasons you know yeah, but I mean, it's just to make people on edge. I yeah. mean, also, if you think about it, like, these fireworks are fucking super illegal, not to be that guy, but, like, they're fucking illegal, and I haven't heard of one person getting arrested for it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Well, I guess, you know, maybe we'll see some be uncovered as the weeks go on. I definitely so think that there's some fuckery happening. Yeah. I definitely think there's some bullshit going on with it. Yeah. I'm not too sold on a lot of the QAnon-esque conspiracy theories around it. I definitely think it's probable, but there's something going on. Yeah. There's something happening here. Um, okay. So, did you see that COVID overtakes malaria world and worldwide deaths this year? I did not see that. So, malaria is at 300,000 so far this year, around that. And COVID is now at... 472,000 deaths this year. So it overtook the the disease that kills has killed everyone, basically everyone in the world in the from the past till now. It's like the leading cause of death in the world. Um but COVID overtook it this year. Yeah. By over so interesting. It's just interesting. Something to take note of when you um when people are talking about whether or not this is a thing or not. I saw a chart that had like all the different wars and like the big diseases. And like, I guess we just surpassed world war one for like deaths or Mm -hmm. some shit like that. We're we're closing in on world war two. Wow. Yeah. So interesting. It's definitely a historical event. Yeah. You know, it's crazy that people are actively trying to downplay it. Now, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but I'm pretty angry because I found out that, you know, I, I was a tour guide in D.C. Mm-hmm. for two years. Um, I've been to the Capitol building probably like 15 times during my time there. Um, and I have found out there's 11 Confederate statues inside our Capitol building. Makes sense. One is uh, in the crypt area where, um, was a, you know, in the crypt area where George Washington was supposed to be buried. He ended up being buried on his estate in Mount Vernon, but mm-hmm. the crypt was a usually meant for him and his wife. Um, and in the crypt, there's a there's one of Robert E. Lee. Now, I'm just mad. Like, why? 
it just pisses me off so much that they would be in the Capitol building. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like I want to, I really want to figure out like when that happens, like who the fuck was responsible for putting that in there? Because I mean, there was a time where we had like the country after the civil war was pretty anti Confederate shit. Like they, they did kind of have their wits about them uh, for a little while. You know what I mean? Like our, there's only one president who did not get a state burial. Mm-hmm. And that president was John Tyler, president number 10. And the reason why he didn't get a state burial is because later on in his life, after he was president, he became part of the Confederate States of America. And so when it came time when he died, everybody in the government was like, fuck you for being part of that rebel ass piece of shit country. You're not going to get a state burial. They refused to give him a state presidential burial because of that. Like there was a time when it was really looked down upon to be a part of, I mean, they did a lot of pardons and stuff. They didn't want any kind of grudge to be put forth on the the Southern part of the country. Well, that's the issue. Right. But yeah, but they were, they, they saw it back then as being the opposite. They wanted to just kind of move on, but also be like, look, don't let this happen again. You know, well, a lot of the secessionists, when the war was over, to my understanding, is a good bit of them were allowed to just come back into American politics. Well, the big the big issue was Abraham Lincoln's assassination. Abraham Lincoln had a lot of different plans for how to go about it. You know, giving African-American men pieces of of their owners lands and things like that. Like there's there's all these different ideas. But because he was assassinated. And then his vice president, Andrew Johnson, came in and just fucked everything up. He was kind of uh, a, a, a Confederate sympathizer. And he was uh, he was Abraham Lincoln's vice president only because he was still a unionist. But he he was kind of, you know, he 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 wasn't the strong, a strong unionist. He was basically elected to try and mend uh, and heal the divisions between Abraham Lincoln in the South, the best they could. But it was just unfortunate that Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. It would, I think things would look a lot different today if he didn't get assassinated and he was able to put in certain policies uh, for reconstruction mm-hmm. that um, that Andrew Johnson didn't do. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, wait, before yeah. While, while we're on that, two small little dudes. One, I learned this week that Arlington National Cemetery used to be Robert E. Lee's house. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, it was, um, so it's interesting. So, cause his wife is actually George Washington's third cousin. Um, and she inherited a bunch of slaves and everything and they took care of that land. And Robert E. Lee was asked to be the head of the union army. I think I already mentioned this. And then he said, no, because I don't want to go against Virginia. And he was really good friends with a lot of the main generals in the Union Army. Now, his close friends and allies in the Union Army were so mad at him for not uh, being the gener- the head uh, general of the Union Army and were so pissed that he basically became a rebel that um, as soon as he, he announced that he wasn't going to do it, he had to flee. They had to flee the, um, the cemetery. And or not, not cemetery, his house. 
um, at that at that time. And uh, the generals came over and burnt everything to the ground. They just they basically destroyed everything. I thought his house was still standing. It, yeah, it is. No, his house is still standing. But what I mean by this is they uh, they started burying dead soldiers there so that when after the war they wouldn't uh, want to come back. Basically, you know what I mean. The the problem is is that right after the war, um, and right after the war, they they came back to the house and she was so upset by the condition of everything that she decided to just leave it be. Now, Robert E. Lee's son ended up suing the federal government, saying that they had no right to come over and take over their land because technically the um, the U.S. government never officially um, recognize the South's right to secede. That uh, so that means that actually the Confederate States of America never actually existed since the federal government who won out never um, uh, recognized them. So in that right, they were always a citizen of the U.S. And then that takeover of property was illegal. Um, and he won that lawsuit and he won uh, however much the estate was worth at the time of the Civil War. But they ended up not staying there. So it ended up becoming a national cemetery. Hmm. Yeah, I thought that was interesting because I, I didn't know that before. Also, before we move on, you said uh, you talked about um, Lincoln being assassinated, uh, Civil War stuff, and it got me thinking a little bit. Do, uh, what, what, what do you think? Do you think it would be possible that Biden would get assassinated? If he goes through with the inevitable conclusion with a lot of the Black Lives Matter stuff, if that happens while he's president. So if we actually do defund the police and take down the Confederate statues and we rename the schools and the highways and shit, do you think uh, we could have another uh, assassinated unifying president in very big air quotes because neither of them really are unifiers at heart? Well, they would have to... Like another... They would have to- like another martyr for it. civil rights as a president type of thing? Maybe. I mean, they would have to... Uh, you're talking about who would do this? You're just talking about in general? I'm talking about, like, if the right, the the the, the, the larger right... Oh. ...was well, to assassinate Biden and then do, like, a... like a You know, like, adapt John Wilkes Booth to nowadays, basically. If that would happen well, today. Biden so, gets fucking murked out at a fucking event. If they were... And they the dude's like, I did this for my heritage. Yeah, well, Joe Biden also doesn't really re- represent anything close to like what Abraham Lincoln represented at the time. You know, nobody thinks of him as the like a similar type of person. But that's the also, difference is he did where Abraham Lincoln was a figurehead for the emancipation of slaves. We now have something even more powerful, which is a scapegoat. Everybody needs someone to blame nowadays. So Biden would be the face of everything that these people hate. Well, that might be why they're trying to tie Antifa to Joe Biden, which doesn't really make any sense because he's so kind of opposite of that. Um, And when Abraham Lincoln was assassinated, it wasn't just him that they went after. They went after his vice president and they went after the Speaker of the House at the time as well. Those two were unsuccessful. The Speaker of the House got stabbed and Andrew Johnson uh Nobody ended up breaking into his room like they were supposed to. They think that the person who was supposed to kill him uh, got cold feet and ended up turning around. But Andrew Johnson always said that he heard someone outside of his door. Who knows? Because he's kind of a sympathizer, right? So who knows what the actual story is? But in today's world, 
they would have to assassinate, they would have to do the same thing. They'd have to assassinate Joe Biden and the vice president because mm -hmm. as it looks like right now, we can talk about this also, his vice president presidential nominee is probably going to be Kamala Harris. So if she, you know, killing Joe Biden would just make Kamala Harris president. Um, they'd have to do both of them. Well, obviously order, the plan. If they got both of them, they would also have to take out Nancy Pelosi. Well, you just said that that's what they tried to do with Honest Abe. So that wouldn't be out of the, again. It would be much harder. Realm of possibility. Of if, we're, if, we're, if we're taking this thought experiment to the conclusion of there is yeah, like a conspiracy I mean, to get rid of the Democratic it, leadership. It's so much harder to do this nowadays than it was back then. And also think about it. So let's say they get Joe Biden immediately they're going to find the vice president and the speaker of the house and fucking lock them up as much as possible. So you'd have to do it all pretty much at the same time, because as soon as the announcement happens that they got Joe Biden, you know, they're going to fucking lock up Kamala Harris, not in a bad way. They're just going to secure her and Nancy Pelosi as soon as possible. It's just, it would be very difficult for them to do that, but you know, not out of the realm of possibility. Now, speaking of that, we should also, we should talk about that because you know, Amy Klobuchar was probably the the leading person to be it, right? Mm -hmm. She had to step down because of the whole Minneapolis thing. Um, you know, she was in charge. She oversaw kind of that. What? What's his fucking name? The, that police officer that killed George Fuck Floyd. Fuck that dude. He I, he doesn't deserve me remembering his name. Yeah, Chauvin. So, Chauvin. Yeah. Yeah, she, she kind of. Kind of. Yeah. She would have got under some shit. Uh, with that, so the writing yep. was on the wall there for a while that she wasn't going to really. I mean, Kamala Harris is that. not any better with her kind of record on, you know, civil rights, especially with African Americans. You know, I mean, I guess she has more of a forgiveness aspect because she is uh, black, um, but what? also it's just such an embarrassment. What? Wait, wait, wait! She has more of a forgiveness aspect because she's black. Forgiveness of what she did in her past regarding. Um, you know, the whole, uh, the policy of throwing parents in jail if their kids don't you go to You think the people are going to be easier on her because she's black when criticizing I, I, that? Uh, maybe, right? No. Just, just because of the climate. I mean, I feel like. I doubt it. I, I feel like people are, well, more so than Amy Klobuchar. Uh, kind of apples Either and oranges way, it's there. An embarrassment because of the the back and forth that happened between Biden and and Kamala Harris back back in the, in like that first couple debates. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's just what the hell. I think his the best vice presidential nominee would be Michelle Obama. I agree. Wouldn't that be amazing? I mean, you'd get all the Oprah and the. Ellen DeGeneres and the and the view viewers, you know what I mean? All the suburban white women. I mean, that's how you clench the libs. That's how you clench the establishment Democrats, you know? Yeah. I think and it's then, funny that uh, Klobuchar said that it should be a woman of color. Um, I think that that was 100% uh, her last like shot, like like her, her dying breath. Um, it, as a way was, to fuck you know Elizabeth Joe Warren. Biden's like, you know, Joe Biden was just like, fuck, man, that like totally mm -hmm. cuts off all these people that I might have wanted. You know? Oh what yeah, I mean? that was her like just both middle fingers up to Joe Biden and to uh, to Elizabeth Warren specifically. 
Yeah. Just looking <laughs> at Elizabeth Warren while she like sinks underneath the quicksand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because now Elizabeth Warren has no chance. Mm-mm. Although that that would have been upsetting because you know there's a high likelihood that Joe Biden might pass away. With however, you know, even of old age during his presidency, and it would be kind of cool to have um, someone who's besides Bernie probably the most progressive on the stage uh, during that last run. You know what I mean? Uh, to become president. Yeah, I mean. I'm not going to really be excited about any of his picks or potential picks. None of them really get me too horny, but Michelle Obama would be tight. Uh, Michelle, Michelle Obama would be a, an instant win. I mean, just that's it. I mean, that would that's be game over for Trump, but it would be game over. Um, I don't think she wants to do it though. I think at this point I'm like pretty burnt out with the presidential race. Like, on the democratic side like i i'm i'm like exhausted trying to keep up with like trying to figure out what the fuck the democrats are doing at this point right like it just makes no sense and i try to apply logic to it and then i just like get really pissed off and get a headache (laughs) yeah no i hear you dude i'm I'm the same way anytime i hear any of that shit and it just seems like people are getting more excited about the biden thing because it you know and everything you're showing that we have a good chance of winning now so people are just more excited and i mean it would uh, be funny if it was kamala harris because she literally is like (laughs) it's funny because she just is the candidate that only checks the box on like the service level like for like oh it should be like a woman of color and then then like that's the only real thing that kamala harris has going for her is that she's a black lady like in terms of like people giving like her any like her politics fucking suck and like she would be a terrible choice for anything like in the government anywhere close to that level but you know she just happens to be a black lady so she's up there i mean you have other options though you have stacy abrams michelle obama i'm sure if you i'm sure if I wonder if he asked her even. Stacey Abrams. I don't even think that Stacey Abrams would really be that good of a pick because she, she's already like Just, lost. Like, yeah, she lost. Yeah. It's like a, you know, it's, I don't, I don't think that, yeah. that, that she would really be that right. strong on the ticket. Right. 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 He needs no, I, to just put it on fucking easy mode and, you know, put it on, like put in the fucking code to where your grind meter is always in the center on Tony Hawk and you can't fall off. <laughs> and just put get Michelle Obama in there. Yeah. But like again, it. I don't think she wants to, man. I think her I think Michelle Obama and President Obama are just kind of like I'm chilling. I'll fucking throw a criticism of Trump here and there and I'll holler at my boy Biden when I can, but like I'm fucking done with that shit, you know? I mean, that I would think- be I think the wet dream of your mainstream like lib black lives matter person would be like oh my god michelle's in there you know yeah we did it it would be it would be legit it would be cool because it'd be wild it'd be wild to see how that played out it would be wild it'd be wild to also see um you know her become president if biden like passed away or something imagine how mad i feel like trump would legit kill himself if michelle obama became the president 
through Joe Biden's passing or something. And then well, Trump would have a fucking time of his life because he would be like, she couldn't win an actual election. She had to fucking get in there. And yeah, but then he'll like, just be so like. So jealous of Obama for now, not only having been like a quote popular president, but like also his wife is now president and now Obama's the first man and he's just chill in the White House some more, you know? Yeah, but Trump already got the best own on Obama. Like he did. He owned Obama because of the commencement dinner, you know, or whatever the fuck. What is it? Correspondence dinner. When Obama was like, you'll never be on this stage. And then Trump was like, oh, yeah, bitch. <laughs> credit where credit to do that is like a wild. He fucking owned. That's a wild like, burn. Yeah. Yes. I like if I was Obama, I would be very upset by that. Like, like I, I would I would cry and think about that every single fucking night. I think that's a little much, but. And the fact that the right doesn't bring that up a lot, man, I would be that would be like. Every night on Fox News, the first thing I'd say, remember. <laughs> Just have that be the intro to every news hour. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. Oh, God. Um, so you had talked about the own, own One America News work, Network, right? Mm -hmm. news, yeah, OAN. Yeah, is it Network at the end? I mean, I think it's one, I think like technically it's One America News Network, but they go by One America News. Okay. Just OAN. So did you hear about this thing with uh, Oklahoma State? Mm, I don't know. Okay, so Mike Gundy, the head coach of Oklahoma State, wore a own shirt, uh, a OAN shirt, and also praised the network, um, saying, um, he praised the network saying, they just report the news. There's no, there's no commentary. There's no opinion. There's no left. There's no right. They just report the news, right? <laughs> that's what he's. That's what he said. And then he in a. Uh, and then he was seen in an own shirt on a on 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 Twitter, I think. So there's the star running back of the team. He's mm -hmm. been a coach for that team for quite a while. The star running back of the team. Uh, I, forgive me. I think it's Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's Chuba Hubbard. Um, I'll just say Hubbard. Uh, refuses to, he said, uh, refuses to play if Gundy continues. Um, continues, and he says, "I will not be doing anything with Oklahoma State until things change." And change is all uppercase. And this is what he respond. He responded uh, that to a tweet of him showing of the coach wearing that own shirt mm -hmm. and the teammates also stand with Hubbard. So, um, and then he's, you know, basically everyone's kind of like, fuck that coach. Fuck yeah. No rules. Good for him. Yeah. Fuck that kind dude. Just, huh? So that's really funny that he was like, they're the, they're the news network that really says it like it is Jack. Yeah, so that's just hilarious that he thinks that they are the news network that said that they became a thing because Fox News wasn't conservative enough. Right. He thinks there's no left and no right. He's a fucking idiot, dude. What a fucking idiot. Um, just a so straight yeah, shooter, baby. All right. So let's talk about this other thing. So this is a pretty intense headline going on. Um, 
Trump and the Attorney General William Barr attempted to replace New York federal prosecutor Jeffrey Berman, who was in charge of the Michael Cohen investigation and mm-hmm. investigated Rudy Giuliani. Yep. Um, it's obvious that Berman is acting as a pros- uh, a prosecutor independently of independent of bias, which is seen as a threat to other Trump allies. Um, so Barr announces the resignation of Berman to be replaced by FCC Chairman Jay Clayton. And um, <laughs> as soon as that happened, Berman said he wasn't going anywhere, mm-hmm. which meant that he wasn't retiring. So that means Trump would have to fire him. And he did. But this was a problem because obviously they wanted to have Berman go away and they had picked FCC chairman uh, Jake Clayton to um, to take over. But because Trump has to fire him, it automatically ends up being the deputy um, uh, Audrey Strauss uh, to take over. So I guess he could technically fire her, too. But I think that mm-hmm. would just be too much of a fucking. He doesn't give a fuck at this party. point. The New York yeah, Times reported that uh, fucking Clayton went golfing with Trump last weekend. Like, they're, yeah. they're boys. Yeah. It's fucking um, wild. Dude, it's crazy, man. He's just like, he's off. Dude, he's going off the rails, man. Well, I mean, this happened on Monday, right? Yeah. Yeah, so this is all in response to the fucking Tulsa rally. Did you see today, breaking today, that um people in the Justice Department... We're talking about Roger Stone and they're going to like open up a fucking investigation or whatever, like into. Wait, is, can Bar is Bar going to allow that hap- to happen? I mean, people in the fucking Justice Department are coming forward being like there was 100 percent bias in the Roger Stone case and high up people in this process made this political. They wanted this to be like a political thing. Mm hmm. And that like just came like someone was blew the whistle on that today or some shit. So yeah, it's all it, happening. Yeah, insane. And then you have Bolton's, um, John Bolton's book coming out or whatever. Yeah, let yep. let me just say with that, like it's cool that John Bolton is like flipping. No, we're not praising him. Trump no or whatever, him. but John Bolton is a huge piece of shit. Oh yeah, for sure. And no like. One's- arguing that uh you would honestly be surprised and disappointed at there's a there's a handful of libs who are really into john bolton now because he's coming forward against trump and um it's fucking dumb because john bolton like he's disgusting he's a piece of shit so like it's cool that he's doing this but he's not like a cool dude yeah like he does not deserve any of your praise no for sure for sure not yeah um, but they cucked themselves, huh? Dude. <laughs> Trump and Barr basically cucked to themselves because they, they wanted Jay Clayton and they ended up getting Audrey Strauss. Yeah. I don't know anything about her. I don't know anything either. I mean, but I mean, um, uh, fucking what's his name? Um, shit. Um, uh, Jeffrey Berman uh-huh. was a, you know, he was a conservative. He initially gave money to Trump and. You know, he's just kind of, but, you know, he probably just enjoyed his job also and was wanted to be as, 
a lot of those people do have integrity for their actual job. I mean, Southern District of New York is like the most intense district in the country. Yeah. Like that's a no fucking nonsense court. Yeah. When you see wrongdoing and it's your job, you want to do what you can to stop it, you know, no matter who it is. Like that's the that's the idea for like what the Supreme Court should be and. Yeah, and, it should have been. And the attorney general, they, they should be acting independently, you know? I mean, yeah, we know how that goes, but yeah, no, it's, it's crazy when you look at what the SDNY has done and like the cases that they, the Southern District of New York and like all the shit that they've done. <laughs> I saw you not understand what SDNY was, but yeah, I was, I was like, suck dick, not, I don't know. Suck dick, not yours is what I mean. <laughs> No, like that's just fucking crazy. It's really intense how they're just very blatantly like, nah, we gotta get somebody we like in there. Like, mm-mm. this is this is bad for business, guys. Like, they're not even trying to hide it. Like, they're not even manufacturing like a reason. But they're so stupid because, and by doing this, they heightened the attention onto mm-hmm. these investigations that were about to happen against Rudy Giuliani, um, and they also just heightened. Uh, the purge that's happening uh, to people investigating Trump allies and his inner circle. Um, so they're just stupid. <laughs> now, this is something a lot, like a lot of incompetence. Oh, my God. One hundred percent. It's it's just coming out of their ears. The incompetency. If I was if I was being punished and had to work for the DNC or on like the Biden staffing campaign, if I was like part of like Biden's you'll plan, do it and you'll enjoy it. I feel like that's what they would say. It's like, you either got to go to prison or you got to go join Biden's transition team. But like, I feel like if they were smart, they would be keeping tabs on all of these motherfuckers who are like either getting purged by Trump or like flipping on Trump. And then finding the ones who were like nonpartisan to an extent, you know, like the guys who are actually like legit, you know, as legit as you can be when you're a career politician or a career, you know, prosecutor or whatever. And then get them to come back. Like, I feel like that would be something to really legitimize the, you know, the Biden presidency would be if he got back these prosecutors and got back these like people who have been like, you know, been in American politics for 30, 40 years, but didn't go along with Trump. So they left, like, even if they're kind of a Republican, because Biden loves Republicans. If like, I feel like that, like the ultimate way to like erase Trump's legacy would be like, you guys were good at your job and you didn't get along with Trump. So like, come on back. Like, I know we don't agree, but we'll reach across the aisle. I would announce right now, if I was Biden, I would announce right now, Hey, all the prosecutors out there, all the federal prosecutors, guess what? Either if if you're if you got fired, I'm going to get you back. And if you're still working, you can stay. I mean, that'd be fucking nuts. I mean, obviously, if Kamala Harris gets in there, we're going to have a prosecutor friendly establishment for a while. Yeah. You know, which and is kind of scary. Process, I hope I hope as soon as they get in the office, they're like, all right, arrest that motherfucker. And, you know, and they fucking charge Trump for like all these fucking crimes because he's not going to be a he's actually going to be a normal citizen again. Uh, I heard a legal talk type of thing about that where I guess President Trump is under the impression that anything that he does while president falls under immunity. So like he'll be good when he leaves office. Yeah. No. In fact, I don't even think we should. There's some like legal precedent with like Nixon about that, like something involving like some shit that Nixon did while he was president and he basically got off. No, 
it was because um, he was asked he was asked about the tapes and hiding the tapes and his involvement in the Watergate thing by that fucking Australian guy uh, in that popular interview. And in that interview, Nixon says, I believe that the president does it. It's not illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wasn't there something else that happened where they like they tried to take him to court and essentially like they upheld that where like if the president does it like it's it's cool. No, I don't think so. Well, I don't there's think something ever, about that. Because he was pardoned pretty much right afterwards. By yeah, Florida. yeah, yeah. I mean, regardless. So there, was no to, there was no need to even have that I mean, question. Regardless, asked. Trump thinks that that's like constitutional law. He and thinks I that think he'll be able to like walk. We shouldn't go after him for anything. And we should just, we should let the, the shit stack up. Because if we go after him and sue him and stuff, or not sue him, but if we try to, if we try to get at him now and there's actually a case, and he's still president and he gets off, then we can't double jeopardy him. You know, one hundred percent. You so, gotta wait until he's out of office, and then you just throw the book at him. Yeah. Get his whole family on Rico. Just take yeah. everything and all of his all of his buddies. Yeah, fucking take that shit. I man. wonder how much protection like Barr has or like McConnell, like like you know like people who like you you wouldn't like would you be able to like charge them and like remove them from their their post. Well, as soon as Biden would become president, he tra- he he uh, he can have a new attorney general. He can have he picks all those people, you know, well, he doesn't pick uh, Mitch McConnell. No, he cannot pick Mitch McConnell. No. Yeah. Something like could you arrest him? Could you he like could. charge him while he's yes. sitting? Well, not you as the president, but the attorney general can. Hmm. Be interesting. I don't think I don't think as president, I don't think you could say I think Kamala Harris president. would be a better attorney general than uh, vice president. Just saying. Maybe if you want to yeah. go to her strong point, I mean, I don't think she should be anything. But if you want to really play to her strengths, attorney yeah, general. she probably learned from the whole thing, you know, because she's gotten so much backlash at this point that she wouldn't do anything like what she did in California. Is Klobuchar a lawyer by trade? Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, I think lawyer, she yeah. would be a terrifying. I don't. I, attorney I am general. not a hater of Amy Klobuchar. She's mean. She's like a mean lady. Yeah, so she should be. She would be a terrifying attorney general. Yeah, she would be awesome. Actually, she'd be awesome until she starts busting up people who you like. You just think she'd be awesome because you're immediately thinking she's just going to go after the Trump empire. But then, as soon I, as the that swamp I, I, is drained, it's going to be other stuff. Yeah, I mean, she's annoyed me throughout this whole. None thing. of these people are going to exercise any restraint. So, like, if the Democrats get it, they're going to clean house with all the Trump people. But I mean, like, they're going to also get people who aren't Trump supporters. Yeah, for they're sure. They're going to come after everybody. All right, so uh, we have a little bit more time. Let's let's talk about the rally. Um, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched some of it. Did oh, you watch any of it? I watched too much of it. <laughs> it. It was it was rough. So I heard there were you know what six thousand people, but it could hold nineteen thousand. Yeah. Do you want to do that real quick? The whole people who showed up debate. Sure. Yeah. I, I didn't. You know, it looked it looked to me like there's a lot of people just because the camera was focused on him. So it's like a 19,000 capacity venue. Allegedly, 6,000 people showed up. There's a break. People have tried to present different breakdowns of how many people were attendees versus paid actors versus employees versus staff or whatever, whatever, whatever. 
the big thing about it is that everyone was like, yo, no one fucking showed up. And I guess they were saying that like a million people signed up and they thought a hundred thousand people were going to be there. Well, it's TikTok, right? Like something about TikTok. How well, that's, that's part of it, but it's not the important part of it. So yeah, part of it is that like K-pop kids and like TikTok kids like would reserve the max amount of tickets and they're free tickets. It's first come first serve venue. It's free fucking tickets. And so they just trolled the, um, the campaign team and made them think that a bunch of people are coming. So they basically made, they wasted a lot of energy and, and resources um, Ooh, attempting. They could, they could do that for every rally now. But that's the thing is that they, they made them blow up their expectations. And it's really funny because it's essentially what it is, is a, Trump made a Facebook event and it said a bunch of people were interested and he thought that they all said that they were going. And so he planned for a bunch of people to show up like anyone who's ever thrown a show. Like that's like the rookie mistake. That's like you know, your first event mistake is believing everybody who RSVPs online is going to show up. Now, I don't I don't think this shows that uh, enthusiasm for Trump has gone down amongst his base. I think it just shows people are actually they could say whatever they want, but they actually are a little scared of the virus. I think that this has 100 percent showed a um, drop in enthusiasm of his base. Only six thousand people showed bit, up, but not not Oklahoma was one of the states where he did his best. Oklahoma is fucking red. That is bl- a blood red state. Yeah, but 19,000 to 6,000. There's no way what? that many Trump supporters veered off from him. No way. Yes, there is. I mean, that's where you have seen it. Like he would have sold that shit out if it wasn't the virus and it wasn't the political climate right now. He's yeah, not I doing th- good. If he was doing good, he would have sold that shit out. He could do 19,000. Yeah, but he didn't. And if people were, I mean, think about it. Like if people were as hard for him as they were in leading up to 2016 or whatever, whenever he came in, they would brave all this shit. Like and the diehard people did, but there's only 6,000 of them now. At most, there's only 6,000 diehard people from that tri-state area or whatever. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. It was interesting to find that out. Um, but he said that it was that uh, there were protesters blocking people coming in. That was proven to be false by the media. All the media people on the ground were like, there's no, that's, that never happened. There's people like around the corner protesting, but no one's like physically keeping them from entering the building. Also, what, 10 staffers now have been confirmed positive for like Corona? Yeah. Eight staffers I- and two Secret Service people. Why hasn't Trump gotten it yet? That's what he probably has like. gotten it, and he just is hiding it. But, um, yeah, they they tried to rebuttal the lack of people there by being like, people viewed it online. It was streamed by so many people. We have so many supporters. Also, they tried to do the overflow event, and no one showed up, so they had to cancel that, and that really pissed off Trump. He's probably going to fire his campaign head. Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest, from his standpoint, he should. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They didn't fucking do their job and, you know, fill it up the best they, I mean, yeah, it was just a fucking fiasco. Yeah, but K-pop, K-pop kids did not prevent people from coming. No one was going to go and then they just trolled them into getting their hopes up. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, for sure. Uh, I thought it was interesting how he talks about how burning the, I mean, this is all rhetoric. This would never I, this is what bothers me is he just doesn't know anything about the Constitution saying we've uh, by the way, we've already had this court case, the burning of the flag, the American flag. You can burn American flags all you want. He says that we should pass a law where 
that is equal to one year in jail time. Here's the thing. Congress could never, even if they passed a law saying that, it immediately gets struck down in the Supreme Court. It doesn't matter how conservative it is. That's a, that's a, uh, just a non-issue. You can't pass a law that says that. It's, that's a freedom of speech 101. You, you would never be jailed for burning an American flag. I mean, you would be, you could probably get jailed for that in like some rural area where they just hate you by doing that. And like, they'd find a reason why they'd say it was like an uncontrolled fire. They'd say it was a, you know, right. But for actually burning an American flag and that being the reason, no, no no way in hell. Um, also, you know, he used Kung flu again, Yep. which is, which is like, can we stop talking about that? (laughs) I just think that's so like, that kind of talk gets away from like all these. There's, I mean, you saw. I have like three pages of things that, for us to talk about today, and there's so many other important things to talk about. Like the the fact that there's a bunch of mainstream news outlets that bring this up for like an, a thing to talk about for 20 minutes is just like kind of stupid. Like they should be focusing on this real important shit. I mean, yeah. I mean, or I just I, I, move on. I mean, there's a whole thing. Uh, they asked Andrew Yang on CNN about it. And like, it was like a fucking long ass thing. Like, who cares? Yeah, no, I agree. Like, it should be a non-issue. Fucking it's fucking stupid. It should just be something to be like, hey, look, he's still an asshole. And then you move on. Yeah. No, you don't need a fucking like. I don't need to like have people discuss it and what he really meant, what he actually meant or like the nuances of it. No, he's a dumb old bigot. He's an asshole. This is what he does. We know this already. Oh, look, he did it again. Throw it on the fucking pile. It's another tally on the fucking wall. Although the first time I heard it said by whoever it was, I laughed a little. So did I. It is a, it is, it is funny. It's not funny anymore. He overplayed it. He over, you know, it's done. Yeah, he killed that joke. It was only funny that one time when you first hear it. You're like, haha. Okay. And now we gotta be like, all right, that's done. So, but also just. We got to stop. We got to stop focusing on these stupid little things and really focus on the long run because that's the distraction that he wants. You know, he put that in there just just so we would talk about it for a while. I mean, the only the only thing about it that you do need to realize is there's not a lot of people out there or sorry, there are a lot of people out there who aren't as politically engaged or even like half as politically engaged as like we are. So there are some dumb motherfuckers out there who we'll see that and be like, Oh my God, this is, he did it again. This is insane. Like that's, what's going to piss them off because they don't understand foreign policy. They don't understand domestic policy. They don't understand like the Southern district of New York thing. Yes. I think that it's important for a large uh, voting base of people who aren't engaged in politics is like, Oh man, that guy's a dick. It also rolls the eyes and and turns away like independents who don't care about that shit too. That's fine. I don't give a fuck about that many independents, but like, if you want to have this be like part of the re-election talk, that is a very big voter block are people who aren't that politically engaged. So if yeah. they hear Kung Flu, then they're like, man, why is he such a dick? I'm not voting for him. He's such an asshole. Yeah. You know, and that's going to be like a big part for people who aren't politically engaged. Yeah. But like I said, mention it, move on. Exactly. Like, I don't think that I don't, I don't need to hear a segment of Andrew Yang explain to me why I was fucking racist. Yeah. I don't want to hear like a 30 for 30 on it. Like I don't need like yeah. a 60 minutes piece on it. Yeah. Um, credit where credit's due at the end of his fucking rally. He did say, um, they were going to, uh, place a park in Tulsa named after African-American historian, John Hope, Franklin. <laughs> cool. So cool, buddy. There we go. Yep. You, Good job, man. 
Yeah. But knowing Trump, can we get a round of applause for our great president, please? Knowing Trump, it's probably going to be a park where it's just a fucking rope swing hanging from a. No, it's going to be like how I technically own a piece of Scotland, but it's like three inches by three inches, and so I can legally call myself a lord, and it costs me thirty dollars on the internet. Like that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a park that's like the size of a shoe. Yeah. It'll be a water fountain in another park named after a Confederate general. (laughs) Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, it's gonna be a small section of a Confederate park within in in a Confederate park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. That's the kind of shit that asks. It'll be a basketball hoop outside of a high school in an urban area that's named after a Confederate uh, general. Yeah. It'll be at Robert E. Lehigh. (laughs) Um. Yes. So. Oh, go, I thought I thought I thought you were done with the topics for the um what he said at his rally. You know what? I am. Okay, go ahead. Just very quickly cuz I listened to a decent amount of it and it was fucking crazy. Um highlights for me was when he uh decided to bring up MS13 again. Mm-hmm. Um thought that it was important to point out that being cut up hurts. He talked about how the MS13 guys like cut up that woman. Uh-huh. And he was like, they did that because it hurts really bad. Like, okay, <laughs> but like, cool. Okay. That's he, just dumb speak. Yeah. He talked about how, uh, what did he say? He said that people with face tattoos don't ever mean you any good or some crazy shit like that, uh-huh. which I thought was a really funny, uh, really which funny thing to bring up. Door is like the nicest person I've ever met. Yeah. I just immediately thought of how he's like, oh man, like he's coming after the fucking oogles now. <laughs> like all the fucking yeah. noise kids are really going to get pissed off. He just lost a twisted T army. But yeah. like, what else did he fucking say, dude? It was fucking insane. He didn't mention George Floyd. He didn't mention, um, oh, he mentioned none of that shit. No, he didn't mention the Tulsa riots. He didn't mention Juneteenth. Um, it was fucking nuts. Did you hear his fucking the airplane thing? He went on like a like a multi-minute rant about the deal that he got from Boeing about Air Force One. And it was literally him being like, and the guy came to me and said $3 billion, and I said, no. And then the guy said, that's the price. And then I said, like, he went back and forth and did that. It was like a fucking middle schooler talking about what they did at the pool that day. Oh, my God. But it was no, fucking nuts, and it was supposed to be something about how he's, like, so sick at making these deals. And then he later brought up Boeing again. He was like talking about how Boeing like sucks, but then also how Boeing rules. And then he went on like a 10 minute thing about like him walking down the ramp at West Point and how it was because of his soft leather shoes. <laughs> yeah. He's a he but, probably hates, he only hates Boeing because fucking Bill Nye, the science guy worked for them and invented like two things that Boeing uses on their fucking airplanes. I mean, it's, it probably is just because he can't make a lot of money off them and they're located in a, in a liberal area, but oh, and probably put his Trump fucking airplane out of business. Some shit fast. like that. But no, then the other thing was that he kept on saying that uh, Joe Biden, he actually did Joe Biden a service in my eyes by being like, remember, Joe Biden is a puppet for the far left. It's like, I fucking wish. Like, I wish that, like, he was the mouthpiece for, like, some weird, like, Delaware-based, like, fucking Trotsky organization. Like, that would be so fucking funny if he was he's secretly so just, like, that, a fucking Maoist. So obvious that, like, it's so obvious that he's not that, you know what I mean, that, like, them saying that I got to stop saying, you know what I mean? Pisses me off. But it's so um, funny. Imagining Joe Biden is being like the shadow leader of like Austin red guard or like Rose city fucking 
Antifa or some bullshit and it's just Joe Biden. Yeah. Like, grow the fuck up. It's so fucking dumb. And he, it, but They're that, trying real hard to paint him as, like, a fucking Antifa guy. Yeah. Which is, like, Antifa wants nothing to do with Joe Biden. Uh-uh. No one wants anything to do with him aside from his weird wife who lets him, like, nibble on her fingers. But, like... Oh, is she hot? She's, like, old lady hot enough, but, like... I mean, like, I guess what I'm saying, like, years ago. I don't know what she looked like when she was young. He was a good-looking dude back in the day. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she was a handsome lady, but, like, I don't fucking know, you know? Yeah. I don't fucking care, but I just thought that th- those were the things that I heard at, at the fucking rally, like, while I'm playing a game, like, kind of, like, smoking a bowl, and it's just like, what the fuck is happening? And, like, Sarah would <laughs> pop her head in and be like, what the fuck is going on, you know? Yeah, man, this shit's weird, man. World's world's stupid. Yeah, it, uh, was, it was not... Also, it was not his most entertaining performance. If I'm going to critique it from that angle... I think he's nervous. I think he's nervous. He did not do... He did not engage that crowd well. He did not have that many zings and pops all of his old catchphrases were used it was kind of like what i would imagine like seeing the doobie brothers now would be where it's like i know you're gonna play like all these fucking songs i know you're going like fine. it was great it was wonderful yeah it was a best of record it was amazing. like you know it was like a medley of, of trumpisms and then a little bit of topical stuff that like just nothing he didn't do good let's be honest he didn't do good no yeah for sure he fucking failed um, so real quick, um, so like, I think the thing that's been pissing me off the most is like these, like the Confederate stuff and the statues and all that shit. Like, I, oh, 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 I wanted to say something with the Confederate stuff very quickly. Yeah, go ahead. Um, we had talked about like how saying you have Confederate heritage is fucking stupid. Um, one thing that we didn't really bring up is like, if you want to really split hairs about it, you could say that you have Confederate heritage. If, like, someone in your family, like, was drafted, in, like, you know, was a Confederate soldier or was, like, part of the Confederate government or, like, you know, part of the Confederate army, like, sure, say they're part of your heritage. That being said, this week, I found out about multiple people who have actual Confederate blood, like, people who are like, oh, yeah, like, my great-grandfather, you know, fought in the Confederate army or, like, you know, my great-grandfather was, like, in the Confederate, you know, state of Georgia's like house of whatever. Every single person I know who legit has like family ties to the Confederacy in that way fucking hates the Confederacy and is super down for them to get rid of those fucking monuments. The yeah. only people I know who are like, it's heritage, this is fucked up, like you're a racist, you're whitewashed, like all those people don't have Confederate family members. Yeah. I don't know a single person who is like really mad about the Confederate stuff who can honestly say that they have like a Confederate soldier in their family tree. Everyone I know yeah. who does, it's like, fuck that shit. Get the fuck out of here. It's fucking embarrassing. It's stupid. Fuck that shit. Fuck my yeah. great uncle. No one gives a fuck. He yeah. lost. Um, so the, the actual, I did research on the actual Confederate flag. It is, um, the Confederate States of America flag is, a, it's one red bar up top, white, and then one more red bar at the bottom. And then it's the blue square. And in the blue square, it's 13 stars in a circle. Yeah, so okay. stars and bars, right? Isn't that what it's called? Yeah. yeah, it's stars and bars, but it's ours is also the stars and bars, the, the just normal American flag. But um, this is also, I guess the other one's Star Spangled Banner. So I guess, yeah, stars and bars. But um, so it's not, you know, that's the actual Confederate flag. Now, what I think we should do 
I think we should. Why isn't there a holiday that's just where you burn a Confederate flag and like and like cook something over top of it? Maybe on the end of the Civil War, like on May 9th, you know. Here's what I propose. I say we start we start a hashtag and we try and get this idea going for next year. And I I, I think I found <laughs> I found a good title for what this day would be called. Mm-hmm. Steal, then piss on and burn Confederate flags day. <laughs> Man, how long did it take the R and D department? At Jordan D. Inc. <laughs> how long? How long were you in the writers' room for that one, bud? <laughs> That's catchy, right? To be a fly Steal on the wall. On and burn Confederate flags day. It kind of rolls off the tongue really nicely. I mean, there already is a holiday where you could do that. It's called the Fourth of July. Yeah, but nobody knows it for that. I'm saying let's or start. Or fucking a new- Memorial Day would be sick. Yeah. Like if I, if it's the first day I can go swimming. And I'm getting a sunburn and I'm drunk at fucking noon and I'm eating fucking bratwurst with two hands, but I'm like wiping my mustard fingers on a Confederate flag that we later burn in a pit. And then like someone jumps over with a skateboard or something. Yeah, I'm dead serious about this. I think we should start a hashtag. I think we should try and get it going. I'll make posters and flyers for it. And there um, are so many other things I need your efforts for that aren't you making a hashtag about a burn the Confederate flag holiday. And it should be at the end of the Civil War, so on May 9th. Or do it on Juneteenth. We could do that. But no, I don't want to take over anyone else's holiday. You know, I don't think that this is going to take over a goddamn thing. It will. This will be this will be big. <laughs> You'll see. Mark my words. This will be big. I'm just imagining all the fucking posts of people burning their flags, eating hot dogs. With the thumbs up next to a Come river. Come up with a better top. name. Come up with a better no, name. This is a great name. Steal then piss on and burn Confederate Flags Day. Come up with a better name and you could probably get it. it that doesn't roll off the tongue. Yes, it does. No, Say it with me. Ready? No, it sounds like a fucking Fallout Boy song title. No, come on, man. It's great. And it it totally, you know, there's it's it's metaphorical, you know? It's like, you know, nobody knows. It's like kind of sealed in mystery. Like you yes, don't know yes, the nuance of day. steal and burn and piss on an Amer- uh, Confederate flag day. Just really, that one leaves a lot up to the imagination. I really wonder what the customs are on this cherished day of ours. Come on, man, this is gonna be awesome. We're we 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 gotta take photo. We gotta do this. We have to we have to do it and make a post about it with us. Half naked on a river bed with on a only if it's the bottom half. <laughs> no, we'll have like just Donald we'll like, ducking it at a swimming pool. I had to interject and say that Robbie actually means he would be Porky Pigging, not Donald ducking. We'll look redneck as shit on a be- on a fucking river bed. I already do. With- Done. Huh? I already do. Done. <laughs> Check that off the list. Yeah, man. Do you still have that one flag we could burn? No. I don't know what happened to that. I have no idea where that flag would be. <laughs> all right. Well, that's pretty much all I have. I mean, what about you? I have stuff for my for my day, but 
that's a good place to end it, really. We're right after an hour, so. Good. Okay, cool. Yeah, everything else it. that I would talk about are for for my episode. Um No, this was this was a good one, bud. This was a good one and the thunderstorm guys, never came, which fucking sucks. Dead serious. Next May 9th. Steal, then piss on and burn Confederate Flags Day. You said May 9th, right? Yeah, May 9th. Mark it on your calendars. Yeah, I'm going to see what else already exists on May the 9th. Because, <laughs> uh, let's see. May the 9th. It's the birthday of Rosario Dawson and Billy Joel. So, let's see if there's any, any events. I think we could take over. Um... Let's see. I can't really see anything. This is when Nathan Bedford Forrest surrenders his forces at Gainesville, Alabama. Oh. That's a kind of a... Isn't that a thing? That's literally what you wanted it to be at the end of the Civil War, bud. Yeah. There was a... Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. There was a Vienna stock market crash (laughs) on that day. God, you just... You're going to give me a fucking stroke. Um, there was a magnitude 8.8 earthquake off the coast of Peru that killed 2,541 people, including people in Hawaii and Japan in 1877. We can, we could put that in there as a reason to to do this. It was also when Buffalo Bill's show went to London. Buffalo Bill's an actual person? Yeah, the, the cowboy showman guy in 1887. Hmm. It was also when Australia opened up its first national parliament. Ah, when? What year? 1901. Oh, wow. There was a World War I battle that happened on that day. Um, during the, uh, there was a Polish-Soviet war thing that happened. Um, oh, my God. This was when <laughs> fucking Admiral Byrd claims to have flown over the North Pole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so there's our connection to the Hollow Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was when, in 1936, Italy formally annexed Ethiopia. Um, oh, God. That's a Holocaust day, too. The SS executes 588 Jewish residents. Dude, steal, then piss on and burn Confederate flags and Nazi flags day. I mean... That rolls off the tongue really well. Yeah, that's a really good one. There's a Czechoslovakian uh, constitution made on this day. Oh, look at that. So many good things are on May 9th. West Germany joined NATO in 55. There you go. It's when, are uh, any of our friends' birthdays on May 9th? I don't fucking know when anyone's birthday is. Actually, that might be my dad's. Or No, maybe. That's like around my Tell dad's him. birthday. Let him know. There's a new holiday that his birthday's on now. Also, this was when Vertigo, the Alfred Hitchcock movie, premiered. And when the FDA announced that it would approve birth control. Anything else cool? Vietnam War in Washington, D.C., 75,000 to 100,000 war protesters demonstrated in front of the White House. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watergate. The United States House Committee of... On the judiciary opens formal and public impeachment hearings against Nixon on that day in 74. Dude, this is a great day for this. How are you not seeing this? Let's see. Anything else? Anything else? It sucks that it's not a date coming up. 
it, we have to wait a whole year for it, but that just means we can get ready for it. Like, you, we could really make this for real. This was the date of Russia's biggest ever military parade in 2015. On the anniversary yeah. of Victory Day. Is that October fucking... Wait, no, that doesn't make any sense because no, it's in no, October. No, it's, it's, Never mind. I don't know. Something else. Cool. Yeah, I mean, if you want to try and... Co- if you think that your holiday can beat out all those other days, uh, all those other things that happen in various oh, years... Oh, it's going to take all those things and put them all together as one. And we can all celebrate by, you know, that mysterious thing that you're supposed to do on that day is. Yeah, right. By the, by the, the cryptic and ancient rites <laughs> performed yeah. on this day. Yeah. That's, nah, we're done. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you um, quit. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is my last episode. Um, so yeah, that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Um, Thank you for listening. Yeah, we don't have any new countries, although the motherfucker in Cyprus has been listening a bunch. So, however you say hello in whatever language you speak, uh, Andrew, put that in right now. Hello to the Cypriate. They speak two different languages there, so I am not sure. Hit us up, my G. Thank you. All right. Oh, wait, also, we have um, a Patreon and all that stuff. We're uh, going to announce something for our Patreon uh, the next episode. So there's something coming with that. Um, and then, yeah, we have all the social media bullshit. Like and subscribe. Tell your friends. Yeah. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, wear a condom. Condom.